if there's anything I've learned over the past couple of years of doing this, it's that oftentimes picking these arbitrary goals without looking at this 360 view sets us up for either constantly feeling like we're not enough or we get to the goal and we're automatically on to the next thing, or we're so hyper-focused on that goal, doing everything possible to make it true, but the rest of our life is in shambles. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, This is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Gather in Growth. Guys, I just got off such a good mastermind call where we, man, we really dug into everything. That's my favorite thing about what I do is the kinds of conversations that I get to have with women who are doing the work, who are asking the hard questions, who are challenging themselves, who are unpacking limiting beliefs and stuff that's come up from childhood that they're recognizing is holding them back and pursuing goals and also learning to slow down and not only give themselves grace, but set realistic expectations and do what's right for their family and undo this like approval addiction and achievement obsession while also holding space for understanding that they can make any change that they want in their life and bring their dreams to life. It's such an interesting combination of so many different things. Every call is different. Every group is different, obviously, because we are all so different. But every time I get off a call, my heart is just on fire with so much excitement and gratitude for the work that we're all doing here together, the way that we are showing up to dig in and get intentional, even though it looks different for everyone. And I am really proud and so grateful to have built this community that is genuinely rooted in holding space for the hard stuff, cheering each other on, asking the hard questions, genuinely wanting what's best for each other, offering ideas and insight and feedback and encouragement and support through the wins to celebrate, through crazy life circumstances and unexpected deaths and career changes and navigating family dynamics. It's just the coolest, the coolest thing. Wasn't expecting to fully go down that rabbit hole. And now I low-key want to cry. But I don't know about you. I feel like for a big part of my life, I never really knew how I fit in or where I belonged. It seemed like everyone else understood this underlying like social code 
that I like wasn't given the language for or something. I found myself in friendships and relationships that were looking back on it. Toxic is like the easiest word I can use to describe it. But, you know, with kids and people who were navigating their own stuff and lives, and there was a lot of parts of myself and my family of origin that I didn't understand that I was even dealing with and then bringing with me into different situations anyway. So I guess all that to say is I've spent a lot of time and energy trying to insert myself into groups of people that didn't understand me or didn't want me there in the first place, perhaps. Maybe it sounds cliche to say is like you have the opportunity to build your own table and find your own people. And that's why we are all here. And that's why I love the work that I have the gift of doing through masterminds. It is why I'm so, so passionate about the Ascend Retreat and actually getting to bring these people together in an in-person capacity has had such a profound impact, not only on my life, but the lives of the people who have been a part of it. And you know that goes well beyond just the weekend that we spend together. We're coming up on almost a year since my first retreat, and those women are still in community with each other and still bouncing ideas and cheering each other on through the ups and downs of life. And knowing that that is something that I have had a hand in bringing together just feels very cool. So thanks for celebrating that with me. Anyway, I'm in full talking about retreat mode. You know that. So that's what we're here to dig into a little bit today is first of all, what it looks like to set aligned goals. Um, I've talked about this in a million different ways on the podcast, but I think a lot of times we do goal setting a little backwards and that it's really easy for us to just arbitrarily pick something, maybe because someone else thinks it's important, maybe because we have been bestowed with the fact that if we do it, then we will feel a certain way. Uh, maybe we see someone else doing it. It works really well for them. And so we're like, yeah, that's my goal without having the bigger picture of how that fits into everyday life. So on the last solo episode, let's see what number would that have been episode 58 came out a few weeks ago. We talked about what it would look like or what it looks like to take inventory of where you are at, stepping outside some of those shoulds that are holding you captive and making space because we cannot I, I, can't, I won't say we cannot. It is very hard to make changes and bring new things to life when you are already drowning in your current situation. So that's what we dug into in the last episode. So if you are finding this episode for the first time, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to pause here. Go ahead and go back to episode 58 because it really is going to set the groundwork for what we're going to do today. And this coming March, I am hosting my next Ascend Retreat. And what we're going to dig into today is what we spend, gosh, a whole day, if not more, doing at the retreat. And that is really getting intentional about setting aligned goals, priorities that fit into that 360 view of life, and figuring out the trajectory of what's to come rooted in what we really want outside of what other people tell us what we should want, other 
things that we have internalized that we feel like we should want, that really that is grounded in the reality that we want to create for ourselves. So like I said, a lot of times we do this backwards. And this process that we're going to talk through today, I've done with mastermind groups, I do at the retreat, I've done across the country at facilitating workshops for different conferences and small groups. And my favorite thing is about halfway through, when we get to the point that we're starting to talk about the goals that are in the dreams that are coming to life and we're writing down, I ask, would you have written that down if in the first five minutes of our time together, I asked you to write a list of your goals? And everyone laughs and is like, no, I did not know this was underneath there. Or maybe it's like, yeah, kind of, but I wouldn't have understood it in this way or how it fit into my life in the way that I do now. So I want to give you permission to take a step back instead of immediately trying to jump in and be like, what are my goals? I need to write some goals for this year. I need to write some goals for this quarter. I don't know where I want to be in five years. Let's take a step back because I think asking that question of ourselves or of anyone else is like, what's your goal? What are you working on? Like that is incredibly overwhelming. And it just leads us to pick something that maybe isn't rooted in all of these other intentions. So I want you to start with giving yourself permission to dream with the audacity of my four-year-old. If you ask my daughter what she wants to be when she grows up or what she wishes she could make true, She does not stress about money or the laws of physics or what is real life and what is make-believe. She's like, I want to be a mermaid. I want to be a Disney princess. Okay. So give yourself permission to approach this prompt with no boundaries of finances, education, current life circumstances, Like none of that, oh, that's not possible because blah, 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 blah. Somewhere along the line, we become boring adults and our brains give us so many reasons as to why everything can't work. Okay. So I want you to sit with the question, not even the question, the prompt. Wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if I had a total confidence in my body and the way I showed up in the world? Wouldn't it be cool if, I have an incredibly close relationship with my adult children. Wouldn't it be cool if I lived on a ranch in Montana? Wouldn't it be cool if we had a bajillion dollars in the bank account? Wouldn't it be cool if I had the financial resources to give back to organizations that I'm passionate about? Wouldn't it be cool if I didn't stress about money or time? Wouldn't it be cool if I had a partner that shared responsibilities? Wouldn't it be cool... If I went on an international trip every year, wouldn't it be cool if I lived in Bali? I don't know. Anything is possible. Wouldn't it be cool if there's no rules, there's no, oh my gosh, we're going to turn this into a goal and figure out how to make it happen right now. Just wouldn't it be cool if, and you can think about this from the perspective of right now, I would love to snap my fingers and this is true. This could be, wouldn't it be cool if five, 10 years from now, this is my reality. 
this could be, wouldn't it be cool if at the end of my life, looking back, I can say that this is true, or this could be, wouldn't it be cool if in total fantasy land, just wouldn't it be cool if from there, we are going to take a look at a bunch of different parts of life. I think a lot of times when we think about goals, there are some things that immediately come to mind. A lot of us can think of something we'd like to change about our bodies. We can easily come up with goals related to work or business. If you're connected to agriculture, I think that there are some inherent goals with that. Like we want to buy this piece of land. We want to you know, be able to make this much, pay off as much debt, yada, yada, yada. But the truth of the matter is life is so much bigger than your body or your career or your farm. And when it comes to showing up in the world every single day, even if all of those things magically were true, but we don't take into consideration all of these other pieces, that doesn't necessarily guarantee the reality that we want. Because our reality is our thoughts, our mindset, our relationships, the small moments, what it feels like to wake up every day, what it feels like to put your head on the pillow. You could have your dream career on your dream farm with your dream body and still wake up feeling absolutely sink and miserable because there's so many more layers to that. So first, we're going to start with physical. What are some things that you would love to magically make true? Again, that wouldn't it be cool if mentality. What about your physicality? Maybe it's feeling active and healthy. Maybe it's running a marathon. Maybe it's getting excited to move your body every day. Maybe it is not having soreness in your joints or not grappling with debilitating physical limitations or anxiety, whatever that looks like for you. Next, wouldn't it be cool if through the lens of your emotional state of being, maybe it's having a healthy mindset, feeling level-headed, understressed, feeling connected with friends and family, being comfortable processing your emotions, doing the work to unpack them, whatever that might look like. Next, Wouldn't it be cool if from an intellectual perspective, reading a book every month, giving yourself permission to read for fun, pursuing a certain certification in your career or taking a course or going back to school, investing in yourself through masterminds or retreats? Wouldn't it be cool if from a spiritual perspective, finding a home church that you love, making time every morning for meditation or scripture? sitting in silence every day, feeling connected to a higher power. Wouldn't it be cool if from a psychological perspective, being intentional with what you say and do, feeling confident in who you are, wouldn't it be cool if through the lens of your professional life, maybe it is growing a career, starting a business, maybe it is reaching specific professional benchmarks, a certain promotion or a dream job that feels impossible, a project that's been laying on your heart. Wouldn't it be cool if from a material side of things, I think a lot of times we are conditioned to believe that we shouldn't want nice things, but maybe it's a different car, a more reliable car, a bigger car for your growing family. Maybe it is 
land for your farm. Maybe it is building your dream house with sunset views. Maybe it is going to a going to Target and being able to buy whatever you want without guilt. What does it look like from a material perspective in your dream life? Financial. Wouldn't it be cool if you had investments in your retirement or savings, if you paid off a certain amount of debt, if you had X number of dollars in the bank account, if you were able to give back to organizations that matter? Wouldn't it be cool if, from a creative point of view, maybe bringing an idea to life like a cookbook or a planner, making time for writing or painting? getting to tap into your creative energy through singing or being involved in community theater or even just making time to paint or draw with chalk with your kids. What does adventure look like when you ask, wouldn't it be cool if? Maybe it's a big family vacation every year. Maybe it's small adventures. Prioritize getting out and trying new things, trying new restaurants, climbing Everest, I don't know. What does your legacy look like? Raising kids with certain values, getting to support nonprofits that you care about, maybe starting a nonprofit, having an impact on your small town and local community, securing the legacy of the farm. When you think about wouldn't it be cool if through the lens of your character, what does that look like? Showing up for clients or families or friends in a certain way. Being able to slow down and be present, being a person who sticks to your word, who keeps promises to yourself. You see, all of this paints such a bigger picture for what we're actively working towards. If there's anything I've learned over the past couple of years of doing this, it's that oftentimes picking these arbitrary goals without looking at this 360 view, sets us up for either constantly feeling like we're not enough, or we get to the goal and we're automatically on to the next thing, or we're so hyper-focused on that goal, doing everything possible to make it true, but the rest of our life is in shambles. So what does it look like to set goals that align with this whole life that you have the capacity to create for yourself. Friend, I am so giddy excited to announce that my next Ascend Retreat for Rural Women will be held this March 14th through 17th on the beach in Gulf Shores, Alabama. You heard that right. Not only are we in for a weekend of profound life change surrounded by like-minded women from small towns, rural communities, and farms from all over the country and beyond, but we get to engage in small group conversations, one-on-one coaching, incredible workshops while overlooking white sand beaches and listening to crashing waves. Just imagine waking up in the morning and sipping coffee on the beach while engaging in meaningful conversations with women who truly get you. What would it be like to be in a room where you don't need to feel self-conscious about your personality, or your quirks because you are wildly accepted for exactly who you are today. Just think about the energy that will be in this space as you dig deep, ask the hard questions, and figure out what you really want in this season of life, career, or business. 
If you're in a place where you feel like you've checked all of the boxes in life, but honestly feel like something is missing, or maybe you've kind of lost yourself through motherhood, career, or transitioning back to the farm, and you can't really imagine what comes next, but know that there's something that's meant for you. Or honestly, if you just need a kick in the pants jumpstart to begin the trajectory of bringing your crazy dreams to life, this is the retreat for you. Space is limited to 15 attendees and spots will fill fast. There are flexible payment options available to fit your lifestyle and budget for over the next year. For more information or to reserve your spot, tap the link in today's show notes. I absolutely cannot wait to welcome you into the Ascend community and welcome you into an experience that I know for certain will change your life. See you in Gulf Shores. So I want you to look through this list. What on here is something that you would not have considered in the first five minutes of this episode? If I said, write down a list of your 10 goals, there's probably some things on there that you're like, wow, I hadn't thought about my legacy. I hadn't thought about this. I wouldn't have considered that. And that's a really cool moment because that's allowing you to dream in a way that aligns with the life you want to live and the person that you want to be. So then from there, without overthinking it, no hard and fast rules, narrow it down to 10. Okay, and it doesn't mean that the rest of them are not possible or that they're never gonna come to life or they're not true. It's just our brains can't focus on everything at once, okay? So we're gonna narrow it down to top 10. And I want you to write them as if they are already true even if they sound outlandish, even if it's like, I have a billion dollars in the bank account, or I truly love my body from the inside out, or I make six figures a year, or we have a legacy on our farm that lasts for generations. Our family prioritizes joy and adventure. Our house is safe and stable and loving. Whatever it is, write it as if it's already true. And then I want you to take a look at that list and look at how each of those things fit into the big picture. Is that a, yeah, I can start working on that in the next three months intention? Is that a, that can, I can start working towards that within the next year? Is that a, that could be true three to five years from now? Or is that a lifetime thing? Just gives your brain the opportunity to kind of sort out where all this is going. Now, we are going to take these intentions for your dream reality and narrow it down to one thing. I can hear you gasping. No, Emily, they're all so important. I can't choose one. Okay. It does not mean that the rest of them are going anywhere. It doesn't mean that they're going away. Ultimately, we are going to go through the practice of what it looks like to take this, wouldn't it be cool if, and turn it into a goal that you can actually do something with. So choose one. Maybe it's the most important. Maybe it is, I think a lot of times there's like a, oh, if I start getting that figured out, these other three things are going to fall into line. Or, wow, I really can't do these other things until this other one starts coming into motion. Or maybe it's the one you need the most help with, or maybe that's the one that feels freaking scary 
or the one you need the most accountability with, but narrow it down to one. And I want you to write always, 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 always think, write, talk about, and act like your goals are already true. That is the magic here. When we say, oh, someday, or I want to, or I'm trying to, it automatically tells your brain, we don't have time for that. You got enough on your to-do list, okay? You got laundry to fold. You got bills to pay. You got kids to pick up. You got grass to mow. If you're talking about someday, it is always going to be someday. So I want you to think, write, talk, act as if this goal is 100% true. Even if writing it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so far from true. This is laughable. I don't care. I don't care. Write it as if it's already true. Then I want you to think about or jot down if you are doing this on paper or in a notes app or whatever. Why? Why is this important to you? What's going to change once this is true? Why is this the thing that you narrow down to? Why is this on your list in the first place? How is this going to impact you? How is this going to change your family? How is this going to change your community? Why is this on your heart? And I mean, dump it all out. After that, why haven't you done it yet? And it's funny seeing these side by side because a lot of times the why I haven't done it yet is I'm afraid. I don't know how it feels too scary. X, Y, and Z, or all, or these other factors that are all figure outable. And when you see your why compared to why you haven't done it yet, it immediately makes you go, okay. Gives you the opportunity to kind of look in the mirror and call your BS. And I'm not saying that the why you haven't done it yet is invalid. That's not what I mean whatsoever. They're all very real things. But if this is something that is as important to you as you say that it is, if this is something that is as meaningful as all the reasons you listed why, if this is why it is the number one thing you picked out of the however many things you wrote down, then there's a lot of weight behind it. And what's been holding you back, you get to decide what to do with. Are you going to let it continue to hold you back or are you going to figure it out? Then. I want you to do a big, ugly brain dump. There is a couple in business that I follow, have heard on podcasts. Um, Lisa Bilyeu is the wife. Tom is her husband. And they have started many, many businesses, are very successful entrepreneurs. And I've heard her say in a few different podcasts, something that has always stuck with me, that anytime either of them have a new idea that they bring to each other, they're like, okay, cool. I'm picking up what you're putting down, but we got to hash this out. And they do that with the question, no BS, what's it going to take? What's going to have to change? What time is required? What skills are we going to need to learn? What information are we going to need to seek out? Who do we need to get connected to this? Dump it all out. And I promise you, this list will overwhelm you. But getting it out of your brain in itself is liberating because then your brain doesn't have to hold it all. So then from there, we did our massive brain dump. We got it all out in the open. It feels like a mountain 
And if you are standing at the bottom of a mountain and you've never climbed a mountain before and someone's telling you, great, get to the top, you're looking at that like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. But you don't get to the top of a mountain by just magically flinting your way up one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. And then all of a sudden you turn around and look back and you've made some progress. You take one more step, one more step, one more step. You turn around halfway up. The views look pretty good. You did way more than you thought was possible. You keep going. And our goals are no different than that. So instead of looking at your mountain, I want you to bring it down to what are your dominoes? I'm sure that you have played with the little domino tiles and you have lined them up to knock them over, right? It's like the best thing ever. Who actually plays dominoes? Actually, I don't mind the game of dominoes, but let's be honest, setting them all up and knocking them over, way more fun. It does not matter if you set up four or 40 or 400 or 4,000. When you knock the first one over, it knocks the next one over, the next one, 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 then all of a sudden all the dominoes are on the ground. Pursuing your goals is no different. So that big brain dump, that's your bajillion dominoes. But we're not going to focus on those. I want you to look at the first two or three or four or five things that you can realistically do to get the ball rolling. We know that momentum breeds momentum, motion breeds motion, an object stays in motion. I don't know. There's a quote in there somewhere. So when I talk about breaking this down into baby steps or domino steps, I'll have someone who's like, I'm going to start a business. Step one, create a marketing plan. Step two, create a business plan. Step three, create a website. And I'm like, hold on. Those are each multi-month projects in themselves. That is not a step. That is a goal. If your goal is to run a marathon, your first step might be driving to the running store and having them help you pick out a pair of shoes. Your second step might be Googling to figure out what marathon you might want to run. Your third step might be reaching out to somebody that you know from college that has run a marathon before. Your fourth step might be researching a running coach and then booking a call with them. Step five might be actually laying out your training plan. Step six is setting your alarm to go run the next day. Step seven is getting up, putting on your shoes, and going outside. Okay, you see what I'm doing here? Like a step is something that you can do in less than a day. I was going to say less than an hour, but if you live anywhere like I live, going to the running store, that's going to be a multiple hour process because ain't nothing close to my house. But you know what I mean? It is one tiny little thing. And you're like, Emily, that's too easy. There's just so many of them. Yeah. But if you look at each of your steps as if they're a project in themselves, that's where you drown in analysis paralysis and never get started. Give yourself permission to start small, take it simple, and build from there. Then once you get those two or three or five steps done, don't look at the mountain. What are my next dominoes? 
What are my next dominoes? What are my next dominoes? Then all of a sudden, three weeks later, you look back and you're like 15 dominoes down. That's a lot more progress than if you were staring at a mountain for three weeks, avoiding it because it's too scary and too overwhelming. So break it down. So this is a very Spark Notes, less than 30 minute version of what we spend literally an entire day doing at the retreat. Because first of all, there's a lot to be said of doing an activity like this with other people. Not, not to copy and paste what anyone else is doing, but oftentimes we are so tunnel vision to what's right in front of us. We can't dream or imagine outside of our current reality, even if we want to, even if we really want to. So doing this with other people who have similar intentions inherently gives us permission to think just a little bit bigger, to expand just a little bit wider. And we really sit down and hash out each step of this. So you might be sitting in a group of four people sharing the wouldn't it be coolest from all these different categories. And you hear someone say something, you're like, I never would have thought about that. And I'm not saying you're going to write down what she wrote down, but it might spark something else in you. Or as you are saying these things out loud, if you're anything like me, I am an external processor. That means I got to talk through things in order to even make sense of it in my brain. So you start talking about this. The people around you immediately know where you start lighting up. They start asking questions or they start asking, who told you that? Why do you think that you need that? Where did that come from? They challenge you or they invite you to share more about something when your entire demeanor and posture changes. And then all of a sudden we get into this side conversation where you're bouncing ideas off each other and the energy is literally magnetic. You walk into a room of women who are doing this in small groups and having conversations and it has to last for hours because the energy is incredible. It is literally buzzing with excitement and possibility. And all of a sudden, that's where all of these ideas are coming out that were so tucked under the layers that you couldn't have even pulled them out by yourself. But these people who used to be strangers, they see through your BS in ways that your friends and family can't. Because to your friends and family, the people directly and close to you, they know you as you know you. But coming into a situation with people who are totally non-biased whose only invested interest in you is helping you figure yourself out and seeing you win, they see different sides outside of what you know, outside of any preconceived notions. It's incredible. I know I describe so much of this as magic because there's such an indescribable energy in things that happen in spaces like this. And there's no way to explain it other than something beautiful and energetic and spiritual and call it divine intervention, call it whatever you want. I don't know. I don't have the phrasing for it, but it is unique and it is special. 
And if you are hearing this nodding along and you're like, I gotta, I gotta get through this. If you are craving clarity, if you are craving the next steps, if you're nodding along, if you are ready to figure out either what you don't even know is there, or you're ready to hash out this thing you can't stop thinking about, or you're ready to just let go of all of these expectations. If you're ready to break out of this checklist that you have crossed off that still doesn't feel right, it's because there's something there and more and something looks different for everyone. You might walk away from this retreat being like, I am, my heart's on fire. I'm ready to start a nonprofit. I'm ready to start a business. Or maybe not. Maybe you just realize that the current situation that you're in, in some way, is totally depleting you and something's got to change. And if you feel that tug, if you feel that inner gnawing of, wow, I have been living someone else's life. This is not what I imagined. Or, wow, I know I meant for so much more passion and joy and intentionality. I'm ready for so much more love and confidence then this retreat is for you. I cannot, cannot guarantee you what will come out of it because it looks different for each and every woman who steps into that room. But I can guarantee that you will walk away forever changed. And before my first retreat, I knew that. I knew that deep in my heart, but there was doubt. I'd never done it before. So I was just dreaming about what was possible, but I have, I'm two retreats in and there is not a single person who has walked away from that, who has not been changed in some way, many in ways they were never expecting, but always in exactly the way they needed. And like I said, now I'm getting to the point that we're almost a year past the first retreat and getting to see the lives that the women are living now whether their career has changed, whether their mindset has changed, whether their health has changed, whether their family has changed, whether their intentionality has changed. It's beautiful. And I want you to be part of it. And if you are nodding along and you are wondering, is this for me? Do I belong there? Who do I think I am? Throw that out the window. Because just the very fact that you're considering means the place is for you. People aren't drawn to this on accident. People don't come into these spaces because they don't belong. You are worthy. You are enough. You belong. You will fit in. You will find your place and you will find your people. And it's going to be really freaking awesome. So... I hope to see you in Gulf Shores in March. The link is in the show notes to get started. But regardless, I hope that this episode was helpful as you start thinking about what alignment and goals look like. At the end of the day, I just challenge you to challenge your goals. And are they rooted in someone else's expectation? Are they rooted in getting approval or a thumbs up or accolades for someone else? Are they actually aligned with the life that you want to live? Not the moment of achievement. Are they aligned with the way you want to show up and feel each and every day? That's the takeaway here. 
we only have so many major milestones in our life. If our goals aren't rooted in the intentionality of every moment of every day, then it's not going to get you where you're meant to be. Even if you reach it, it's not going to feel the way you want it to feel. You have the power to create your reality in a way that aligns with you and serves your family. And I'm just so forever grateful for you. Until next time, have a great week. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.